Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Did Big 12 Commissioner Brett Yormark go too far recently in comments he made while speaking in Lubbock? We'll break that down on today's show. Also, a message from me, creator of the neighborhood, watch to you all. Nothing big. Just want to say thank you all to the crowd out there and some notes before we get into football season. This is the Neighborhood Watch. I am your host, Josh Neighbors, here on Crystal Ball College Football on a Friday, part of the 365 Sports Network. Thank you all for joining us. Make sure you guys like the video, leave your questions and your comments, and subscribe as well. We're still trying to hit that goal of 12,000. Not sure we're going to make it, but please help us try and make it right now. We're 130 away. Need your help to do it before the end of the month. We have like five, six days to do it. So getting down to it, please help us on our push to 12K. Find the show wherever you all get your podcasts and on YouTube as well. You guys can find us on X slash Twitter. I'm at Josh Neighbors underscore. The show is at NWPod365 for this show, wherever you guys want to find it. Hope you all are staying cold uh, or colder-ish or not as hot because temperatures here in central Arkansas are in the hundreds. The heat index is 115, 120. If you have a kid playing high school football, if you're going to high school football games, stay safe, stay hydrated as well. All right, let's get to it. So Brett Yormark made some comments earlier this week when speaking to some boosters, I believe, at Texas Tech. I will play the comments because they've gotten a whole lot of play. In addition, candidly, we were able to get Texas and Oklahoma out a year early. That was a big deal for us, and I think all of you, okay? And coach, I'm not going to put any pressure on you but I'm going to be in Austin for Thanksgiving, okay? And you better take care of business like you did right here in Lubbock last year. All right, so folks had some thoughts about this. A couple things. I mean, there's a few camps on this. There is one camp of people that I think just dismiss it as like, you know, playful talking. And that's kind of the way that they looked at it, you know, just generally speaking on the whole. There is one camp, and I think it's the Texas folks mostly, who are like, this is wildly inappropriate. He should not have said this. This makes no sense to do. Uh, and now we expect the refs to job Texas on the way out. Then there is a camp somewhere in the middle, and that's where I find myself, about, yeah, it's inappropriate, but like, what does it actually mean? What does it really mean? I guess there's a fourth camp where it's like bulletin board material. And I don't really believe that. Uh, I, I think ultimately like it, it might look bad if Texas wins the league, but like, you know, bulletin board material. I don't really know about that. Um, here's why I come down to this. And I tweeted this out. I thought it was fun to see him do it. Kind of enjoyed seeing him do it. But at the same time, I thought it was unprofessional. Uh, you know, I, I don't, I don't think, cause here's the thing. Like, you are Big 12 commissioner. You are commissioner of all of these schools. You are the commissioner 
of Oklahoma and Texas. You are the commissioner of Cincinnati, UCF, BYU, and Houston. You are the commissioner of all eight remaining schools. This season, you need to be invested in their success because their success will mean the success of the conference financially. Their success of the conference, in my opinion, too, should mean the success of the conference from a narrative standpoint. I believe that Brett Yormark should be invested in the success of all 14 schools competing in the Big 12 Conference in the year of our Lord, whatever Lord you you uh, believe in, 2023 and also half of 2024 until the academic school calendar runs out and those schools go and join the Southeastern Conference. All right, so that's that's where I come down to this. He is commissioner of all of those schools. So in some ways, he still needs to be engaged and invested in the success of Oklahoma and Texas, even if he does not want to be, even if we don't want him to be. Uh, he was not wrong. I think everybody, like, it's not just like the Big 12 schools wanted Texas and OU out. OU and Texas wanted to get out as well, too. So he wasn't wrong. That part, I don't really, any bothers, bothers really anybody because they found a price that makes sense. And I think everybody's going to be okay with it, you know, et cetera. Right. Like they had to cover for the TV money. They're going to make up. They're not, they're not going to get and all those things. So like, I think everybody's just kind of on the same page, right? Everybody's all good to go. Once 24, 25 hits, the schools are paying their share. They're going to be out. Everybody's gonna be happy. We're all gonna be okay. Everybody's gonna move on with life. There you go. Um, it, it is the OU and it's, it's a Texas part. They mentioned that there's no Oklahoma. Oklahoma in there. Now, I don't believe Tech. Uh, I forget if Tech plays OU this year. Uh, look at their schedule, but that's not really like that's not really the point. Um, Texas and Oklahoma fans have been on this kick even last year, where they were like, "There is a conspiracy. The referees are against us. There's going to be some mandate from the conference office where they are against us." Guys, if you've ever met an official in your life, I, I have officials in Major League Baseball in my life. Every single week, I work on a radio show that talks with Walt. Coleman. I know officials in the high school level. I know officials at the college level. I've known officials at the pro level. I've known basketball officials, all of those things. Officials are some of the most serious people you will ever meet they, uh, when it comes to their job. They take their job incredibly serious. Uh, they're much like journalism students in that sense. Like journal Nobody takes journalism more serious than journalism students. I think that's a good thing. These folks are very, very, very serious about upholding the rules of the game, about making sure that no side has an unfair advantage, about them not coming off as people who think either side has an unfair advantage. And honestly, they're pretty invested in protecting themselves. You know, the integrity of the game is great, but like they want to protect themselves and they don't want to be called out as impartial or as, as partial, I should say, and unfair. So the idea Texas fans have out there right now, like Brett Yormark has got the, the officials being like, boys, let's Tim Donaghy this shit. And let's get these guys. Let's, let's see if we can get these boys into trouble. Pardon my language, but let's see if we can get these boys in trouble. Uh, I don't believe that is the way that Brett Yormark is approaching this season. If you are a Texas fan, I think you're an idiot for approaching it that way. If you know any officials in your life that aren't like crooked people, and most of them aren't, uh, then you understand that is how officials work. They are very invested in the fairness of the athletic event, of the competition, whether it be, you know, across anything in life, like officials, 
people who are running these things are very invested and they don't want to look bad personally. So they care about that as well. And oftentimes they want to uphold the integrity of the games that they are involved in. That is what's important to them. So I think this idea that there is some conspiracy against Texas and Oklahoma is false. I would also point out that the schedule for Oklahoma does not um, does not kind of encourage any idea about there being a conspiracy because it's a pretty nice schedule on the way out. I think it's that's almost a consensus. People agree it is. Now we'll see how it plays out when they go along, but like on first glance, that's how a lot of folks feel about that schedule this year for the Sooners. Now, with that in mind, that does not mean that this was the most appropriate thing for Brett Yarmark to do, right? This was, uh, t- to me, you know, to be like, hey, coach, you beat them last year. I'm going to be in Austin for Thanksgiving. Go and beat them. I don't think that was the most appropriate thing for, for him to do, right? Because at the end of the season, regardless of who wins the Big 12 championship, Brett Yormark must go up on stage and hand that trophy over to whoever wins. And he better hope that school goes on to whatever's next, hopefully a college football playoff appearance, and goes on and wins the next game as well. Guys, if Texas were to win a national championship this year, they would not be doing it as a Southeastern Conference school. They would be doing it as a Big 12 school. Do we want to see him do it in their last season? Eh, your mileage might be mixed on it, but... Who is going to get those checks? The Southeastern Conference is not going to get those checks. That is Big 12 money. If Oklahoma goes on and wins a national championship in football, who is going to get the checks? The Big 12 Conference, not the Southeastern Conference. So there is a reason why Brett Yormark should be involved in the success. Would it be nice to see another Big 12 school, a remaining Big 12 school, get the job done? Of course it would. But, you know, I think there's understandably a lot of us want to. I just don't know if I would have vocalized that. To me, in some way, shape, or form, it would be called unprofessional. But some people were like, I saw one was clueless and then calculated was what one Austin, um, what one Austin TV station guy said. That would, that would make a whole lot of sense. If it was clueless and calculated, like clueless means like you're not calculating anything. Uh, if you make a misstep and you know, your calculation was off, at least you're still calculating. Clueless and calculated would not would not make much sense. All right, I just think Brett Yormark was in front of his base. And guys, let's be honest. Brett Yormark has foot uh, has put nary a foot wrong in his tenure as the Big Twelve Commissioner. All right, um, that is that is fair to say that Brett Yormark is red hot right now. This could very easily be be framed as his first misstep. And I wouldn't necessarily disagree with you. I think this is maybe one of the few missteps that he has made. But like, once again, does this prove any kind of big conspiracy? This is not clueless and calculated. That wouldn't make much sense. It's much ado about nothing. Now, it does put some heat behind this. It does put some pressure on Joey McGuire. I will tell you what, guys, maybe this is the point all along. I mean, are we are we tuning in on Friday, Black Friday? I know where I'm going to be. Not sure where you all are going to be, but uh, I've I've got my television set right there. 
right over there. You point it right now. I'm not sure you all can point to where your TV sets are as you all are watching this thing too. Mine's right there. I got two of them. I can promise that big screen for a variety of reasons, hopefully, is going to be on when Texas takes on Texas Tech in Lubbock. Unprofessional? Maybe. Conspiracy? No. Unwise? Maybe. Hyped? Uh, hyping? Yes. Uh, so I think, that, as always, this isn't black and white when it comes to comments made like this. I think there is a gray area. Let me know what you all thought about what Brett Yormark said, because look, guys, I mean, I, I think if you're a Big 12 fan, you feel like Brett Yormark has basically earned the right to say whatever the hell he wants. He has been great for the league. He has been making big steps in the league. This league has been succeeding under his tutelage, under his leadership. They have added four new schools. They have crushed the Pac-12. They have gotten their TV deal. They have seen the end of OU in Texas in the league. They are part of the conversation moving forward. They have strengthened their position as the best basketball conference in the country. They are trying new things like Big 12 Mexico. Brett Yormark has pushed all of the right buttons Maybe this one was wrong. Maybe he'll have to eat crow, but if he eats crow and the ratings are strong and Texas and OU win some stuff and the checks cash, how mad at Brett Yormark can we be at the end of this experience, the end of this season? Maybe Texas will have a one-up on you, but really, like, is it going to be that, that bad of a thing? I mean, he'll look a little bad, sure. There might be some egg on his face, sure, but... I think there's still, you know, there's still some gains that can be made, even if OU and Texas, uh, you know, if they win the league and whatnot, like they're still going to be, they still have a good, well, excuse me, a highly rated Big 12 championship game they have in the past without those schools playing in it. Uh, and also, I think that game between, with them and Texas Tech is now going to be a highly rated contest as well. So, look, like I didn't love it. I'll be honest with y'all, I didn't love it. But the more I think about it, like it gets me hyped for the game. There might be some egg on his face, but in the end, like, who really cares? Especially because if you are, if you have an IQ above you know like that of a hamster, you know that there is actually no conspiracy uh, in this league. You know how officials work. The fix is not in. Texas fans might feel like it's in, but they feel like it was in in the Alabama game and the SEC officials were doing that game. And I didn't think that was the case in that game either. Uh, you know, officials make calls all the time, right or wrong. They're not trying to hose Texas. I don't think that's the case. So that's just me on that accord. All right, one more thing before we get out of here. So I want to say thank you to all of the fans of this podcast, to all of the listeners, to all of the watchers, to all of those who take in this content here on Crystal Ball College Football, here on 365 Sports. I need to say thank you to you all because this offseason has been one of the most difficult periods of my entire life, my professional life for sure. I have gained a job. I have lost a podcast. I have gained a new podcast. I have lost family members. I lost a long-term girlfriend. I moved halfway across the country. The Big 12 is going to lose some teams. The Big 12 has gained some more teams. Uh, you all have stuck with it day in, day out. Most of you, know, a lot of you all have done that day in, day out. You all have found the show wherever it's been. You all have supported the podcast wherever it's been. You all have left super chats. You all have left kind comments. You all have left thought-provoking comments. You all have left strong criticisms. I have to appreciate that. I, you, all, you all have no idea. Because next week, we are all systems go 
on college football. And also, guys, we're going to bring back our CBS Sports Pick'em, which is really exciting. I will make sure the link is up this weekend. Our CBS Sports Pick'em for the Neighborhood Watch. We did it last year. We had Locked On Big 12, which, boo, boo that show now. Because uh, we're all neighborhood watch, we're all in a neighborhood watch. Uh, I'm kidding, um, but we are going to go back to having a CBS Sports Pick'em, and so it'll be the neighborhood watch Big 12 Pick'em. And neighborhood watch gear is currently in the works at the 365 Sports Show. You all out there can win a 365 Sports hat and then a piece of neighborhood watch apparel of your choosing on me at the 365 store when it's up. So please, please, please join us. Once again, I'll have more information out. But I wanted to say. Thank you all for supporting this show. Thank you all for supporting me. It's been a very challenging offseason. We've changed backdrops. We have changed podcasts. We have changed states in which we've lived. We have changed jobs. We have changed all of them. We've changed the number of people in the conference. All of those things. I, I appreciate your all support through all of this, through all of it. So I just want to let you know, thank you. And next week, we are all systems go on big 12 football on college football we're back finally it's back this weekend obviously but we're uh, all the way back next week all right that will do it for today's show make sure you follow us on twitter at nwpod365 you guys can find me at josh neighbors underscore you all can find the show wherever you all get your podcast you guys can find us on youtube as well all right folks we'll see you on monday